about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. Hello, hello. This is Kendall Bruns. You're listening to Let's Get Serious podcast. I always feel weird saying that because I'm not talking like the people in the room are listening, but that's obvious. I guess I'm telling the listener, but I'm talking to somebody who's not there. <laughs> I mean, and, I'm, and I'm assuming that they're even going to, they might not even ever be there. That's a strange thing about radio and podcasts is I, I used to do a radio show in high school and, uh, I remember always thinking it was strange because it's a high school radio show, so you have to assume that no one is listening. So you're just kind of talking in <laughs> when a you room. Do, when you do a high school radio show, is it during high school hours? Uh, it can be if you have a free period. Ours was always uh, after school. So is your yeah. potential audience, like the students who are in class and not allowed to be listening to the radio <laughs> at the time? I think, it, well, for us, because <laughs> I'm from Wilmette, a suburb of Chicago, so I think for us it was suburban parents driving and doing errands during the day oh. but but that would be actually that because our our show is after school we were able to reach probably a dozen students or so within the six mile radius of the radio station well that's what i'm hoping for too like a dozen <laughs> if like a dozen people listen to this yeah. i'm good yeah it's a success that's a, lo- that's a lot of lives that's like yeah because we we always talk about how like um like you know, we 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 put videos up on YouTube and they'll get like a hundred hits or something, and yeah. you know, you, not you, even some. Yeah, not even some. And you think that that's a really small number, but it's a hundred separate lives. You know, people who or it's you know like it's ten that. lives, yeah. ten, <laughs> ten times. times, yeah, different. In which case, you're yeah. really reaching them. So yeah. it's like either way, right? But right. these are people who you know fall in love and you know get jobs and you know live long lives and yeah. not everyone does that not stuff. Every, that's yeah. true. Some people die very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some yeah. people never fall in love. Yeah, it's true. And that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right now is uh today this it currently the chicago sketch comedy festival the 10th annual chicago sketch comedy festival is happening and my two guests today um arthur and john (laughs) are are in one of the groups performing called two fun men yes and you're from new york is that correct we are although i found out that one of you has roots here in Chicago. That's correct. And uh, so let's start by just kind of giving the details about when you're performing and what, what you're all about. So uh, you're performing. We're recording this. Today is the Friday, January 7th. And, <laughs> and, and you have a show tonight, but when people listen to this, it probably won't be January 7th anymore. It's more likely it'll be January 8th. I just yeah. say it's an almost 100% chance that it will be January 8th. At least. At yeah. least, yeah, yeah. So uh, in that case, there's another show mm-hmm. on Saturday, January 8th. Or as you will know it then, tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, the show is tonight. Is that, Exi- yeah, is that that's good? Right. Yeah. yeah. And if you're listening to this yesterday, the shows are tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that happens. Yeah. yeah. 
I really I do. Think we've just prevented anyone from going to our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Confusing. Well, them certainly so much. anyone who's not a time traveler. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So. But we do have a show on Saturday, January eighth at ten p.m. Okay. And we're expecting it to be enjoyable. Good. 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 Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> and we had a show last night from the perspective of January eighth. Yeah. yeah. So how did that? How did that go? Uh, it was pretty bad, actually. What? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was, was like, they surprisingly... Were like, like tech problems? Or? No, everything went smoothly. We had we sold out. We sold out. We just, like... We were, are we allowed to So if you're this? here... Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. We were very shitting bad. <laughs> <laughs> we were ass bad. Yeah, we were Listen, ass... <laughs> if you're planning to yeah. come yesterday yeah. slash today... Uh-huh. It it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, we were bad as a bitch. <laughs> but what about tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, I mean, you know what we, we heard? Yeah. We heard that the the trib. This is true. The the trib, the Chicago Tribune, is coming tomorrow, Saturday night. Uh-huh. They're gonna review us, so we're hoping not to be as shitty bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Could- we don't want to be as uh, as fuck smell <laughs> as we were last night. All right. Yeah, but. Isn't that weird? Uh, the Chicago Tribune? Yeah, that's like... I, I, They're just yeah. a newspaper. It's they, just a newspaper. It's just a newspaper. But yeah. it's the Tribune. Yeah. They used to write about, you know, probably railroads and, you know... Uh, hogs. 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 Yeah. They, you know, they probably still do that too, but just like not... Hogs? Not as prominently as they're going to talk about you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, hogs are not in the news nearly as much as. Maybe they, used they to should. Be. Some would say they should be. Actually, I brought you here to talk about the slow food movement. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I think no? it's hogs. So, yeah. hogs? Well, it's this general kind of thought of uh, trying to slow down every step of like food production. So, like um, by shopping local. And by like cooking your own food, oh, like yeah. it's like the anti fast food convenience yeah, movement. You know what I mean? Liberal agenda. Doing your own <laughs> gardening and you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, I get it. Slow, yeah. slow food. Slow food. Cooking to, your own food as opposed to fast food. Yeah, and the oh, idea that yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, there's some even though at home cooking your own dinner might take more time. Yeah. But that there's some there's a value in the time that you're spending that like I agree sharing with that. that meal with other people yeah. and like sharing like you even know what making. though I agree with that and all the sentiments of that I think it's good but every there's not enough time in the world for everyone to be able to do everything it would be great to you know be able to take a longer amount of time and spend it with your family or but then you might not be able to be at work and you might not make money and be able to provide for them so or you might not be able to read that book that you're supposed to read right or right watch that movie so that everyone's slow, been telling I you i like yeah. the idea of the slow food movement but you know if someone it doesn't follow it or isn't able to i don't think it makes them a worse person oh yeah i don't think that the slow food i don't think that's their slogan yeah, yeah yeah slow down or you're a terrible person yeah i think their slogan <laughs> is that's more the the like the logo for the people they're trying to like get you to watch out for children yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's um yeah. Yeah. yeah we were we were just talking about uh with uh with your girlfriend mandy mm-hmm. uh i try to keep my personal life off the show but it's okay no that's all right okay sorry yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually. I mean, I've never called her my girlfriend before, but no, it's cool. It's cool. Is that true? Is this a? Is it a new thing? No, no, it's not. We we live together. Okay, okay. So we were talking about how with this podcast, or maybe even with the 
um, our write-up in the Tribune that we can show it to our parents and, and maybe girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I will say that probably depends on the tolerance for foul humor that your parents and girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you've already. We already said yeah. a lot of curse yeah. words. So, I mean, I'm not sharing this with my mom. And, but yeah. and you, if, you know, if yeah. she finds it on the internet, like, I'll deal with Like, okay. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to be like, hey, mom. You gotta listen to this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of swear words. Yeah, we yeah. used a lot already. Did you guys, when you were a kid, have to, um, uh, like, did you have a swear jar? No, we, we, we did. We would have to. Put I think a that would be cool, though. We had to. Yeah, it was kind of cool, but it's like it was our money, you know. Mm-hmm. So if I swore, I would have to pay my money. But, yeah, I, but it's I love probably the really your parents' in money. Theory. Well, I guess so. Cause I think it's, it's interesting yeah. to put like a monetary punishment on that sort of thing, though. Yeah. It's like kind of saying you can say all the bad words you want if Just you if it. you yeah. make enough money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which almost means that those words are somehow coveted or more valuable than other words. Yeah. Like the, the, the free words. Yeah, like, the free words are you know, nothing. Hey, let's splurge yeah. and have an adult conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You can go all out. Yeah, I'm going to put in $10. Yes. <laughs> My mom would do that. She She would rarely get angry, but sometimes... She would preemptively put in like a dollar if she was if she was really? about to sense like a, a bad mood on on her part. Do you think that there are other kind of like generalizations you could make about a family that has a swear jar versus a family that doesn't? Yes, I do. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what those would be, but I, I mean, you, I'm sure you certainly. I feel like could. it's a certain kind, like it's a type. Like of my family didn't have a yeah. swear jar, and I feel like that makes sense somehow, yeah. but I can't articulate. Well, here, here's one like thing: dumb families have swear jars. I, all right, John. All right, that's that'll be enough. I think, I think one family. I think a family that has a swear jar is usually a family that eats dinner together every night. Yeah, it's a stupid slow food family, probably. All right. <laughs> no, we yeah. ate dinner. We ate dinner a lot. We just didn't. We just didn't. You have didn't a have a swear jar. jar? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We ate dinner together. Didn't have a swear jar, but I did get my mouth washed out with soap once. Did you really? Yeah. I always thought How that was, was such a funny How punishment. Was it? it was. It was so. It was weird, but it, it, like. Because it, it's always taboo. They're like, oh, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. You hear people say that. Yeah. And then I, when it actually happened, it wasn't that bad. It was just weird. Yeah, it was I, sort of like, it was sort of an awkward moment. Like, yeah. Like, this isn't right. Yeah, it's sort of weird. You're like... You're, this isn't going to fix what happened. Like, this, it yeah. wasn't an issue of cleanliness. Right, I, right. I feel like if someone I were... I thought it was the metaphor of it. That well, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, it's a metaphor, yeah. but... I think if someone were to try to wash my mouth out with soap mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. I would try to stop them and suggest perhaps we use mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mouthwash would be good. I mean, it's just more effective. I it's, like scope. I mean, if it's about cleaning the mouth, Listerine. I just don't think... Most soap says do not ingest. Yeah, I know. So it's like mom, dad, like Crest. you're, you're being stupid poison? right now. Like, <laughs> what if I accidentally swallow this? That's on you. Yeah. yeah. Or else just like if you're trying to clean my Colgate. mouth out, this is simply... A less effective way of, of doing. That. And the other thing I never understood is Aquafresh. how do they? How do they? How did they wash your mouth with soap? Like, do they put a bar of soap in? Is it like oh, do yeah, they what, use a rag? I, like, I think they actually used um, liquid soap. I think. Oh. Uh, I can't remember, but I think they did. I remember my sister got her mouth washed out once, and it was with, it was with a bar of soap. Yeah. But I was wondering, like, were you held down or pinned down, or did you? <laughs> Kind of just have I to. Think did they tie that, you up? I yeah. think that there was some force used, but I don't. But I think that I I wasn't refraining too much because I, I would knew fight. that it would be futile. No, I would fight back. That's yeah. the other thing. No one ever tried to do that to me, and I feel like if they did, my like I would my defense mechanism. I'd just start punching. Yeah. 
But I was I was a young young boy though. Like I you know I wouldn't get erections that much, and uh, (laughs) so I I wasn't. I don't think I could have (laughs) with my strength. That is true. I guess. Do you? I guess the more erections you get, the the stronger stronger you are. are. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what makes steroid use so confusing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll have to scratch that theory. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we're here to talk about Sketchfest, and we're yeah. here to talk about Two Fun Men. Now, I uh, I haven't seen your show because it's happening in the future or, and or the past. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, but I did see some videos on the internet, particularly uh, the Eggs and Keith oh, yes. one. I liked that. That was uh, pretty interesting. So we could talk about that. Um, I s- did you have a bunch of performance like stage performance videos on youtube also yeah that's something i'm actually surprised i didn't i didn't watch them not yeah yeah i started to watch one and then i thought this is i just feel like it's such a poor representation of what you're gonna see i i agree i mean i've the only video that we've actually done where we've shot and edited is that eggs one Mm -hmm. uh but we've we do have a we have put up a bunch of our live performances and you know i'm actually surprised that they've gotten any views because I agree with you. I don't think it's an accurate representation of what people will see. Uh, you know, when, well, just the tone is so hard to. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work for just some like reason. Like the sound and the look of it, it all seems like far away and yeah, distant. It, it's weird. It's yeah. very, it's very weird. And yeah, we post it. Yeah, should we not post? <laughs> Maybe we should. I don't know, but. I don't know. I mean, that's what this is about. I, should yeah. we not post I'm, them? Otherwise, I'm we would just have one going video. to make you question everything, everything yeah right well, before you perform maybe we just shouldn't do com- comedy i mean i mean i think together. you should well i think you should well no i said it first right. are you guys uh do you do a lot of comedy where you fight with each other as a two-person I, you know, group or do you do a lot of comedy <clears throat> where you get along like compl- I think, like you were kind of doing a bit just now oh i guess that was yeah. sort of a bit you know yeah, yeah. I and I'm just wondering, are the kind of character-like things that you do like that? I, I think what's funny is that our show right now, our current show, is like basically all our sketches were in agreement. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we pretty much, the show that we're doing a show at the UCB Theater in New York right now, and that's pretty much the show we're doing at the Chicago Sketch Fest with the addition of a couple other sketches. But it's pretty much we do the same thing in every, like we play a, like the same character doing the same action. Um, you know what I've noticed? What's that? Uh, I think you picked up on it, Kendall, is that sometimes, uh, I, I think it happened when we did the Austin Comedy Festival too, whenever you and I spend you know, periods of time together away from New York that aren't necessarily hanging out with other people or uh, working on writing things, whenever we're just you know, kind of left to hang out as ourselves in another city, that we tend to, um, like, most of our conversation is just sort of, like, maybe trying to make the other person laugh, but being, but sort of saying, like, a dickish comment to the other person. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, we just do that. But I think doing that on stage or, like, in a video or something, I feel like I've seen that a lot before. So while I think it's very funny to do in sort of, like, a more social context, for some reason, I feel like I've seen a lot of 
two-person stuff where people are fighting mm-hmm. for some reason. I mean, I, I, I don't opposing know. viewpoints. Yeah, like, opposing viewpoints. I really, yeah. I to really have some kind of conflict. But I, I know with our current show, again, it's it, it seems a lot more fun to not do that. I mean, and, and I love Arthur. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of love between the two of us. Yeah, he's such a great, like he's such a great guy. I mean that. John's a wonderful man too. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Can you give? Any kind of like description of what your show is like? You want to field this one, Arthur? I think your your mind is more. I know that's incredibly vague and difficult to answer, but just I mean, there's a lot of different approaches two people could take going out there on stage. So I think if I had to describe it, it's um, I would say it's well, we're called two fun men, and that's a pretty. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's have some. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is actually a show we say a, a line we say in the show. We say, "Let us have some fun." Let us have some fun. Um, and that's pretty much what the show is. It's very simple, like the name Two Fun Men. And most of the sketches are very simple. There's nothing clever at all. There's about no, the not, not many, like, there's not an agenda or a point. Like, yeah, we, we have or... no greater messages that we're trying to get across except just fun and simplicity. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of it's, like, stupid. Um, but I hope it's the kind of stuff that just makes you laugh, like, in a very, it, it, it's almost. Someone told me recently that it reminded them, or that they thought it would be, we'd be a good like kids. It'd be a good kids show. Oh, um, <laughs> like because uh, there are sort of simple musical bits, which are all very simple songs. Yeah, it's like half me. Our show is, I think, well, not this one since we're doing a few more sketches, but it's a, you know, thirty percent or more music. So we like to incorporate that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I know for me, to, to I, so I'm in this other group, Pangea 3000, oh, okay. which we've performed at, <laughs> we've, per, we've been a group for like four years in New York, and we performed for four years at Boston University, and mm-hmm. we've done Chicago Sketch Fest a few times, and mm-hmm. we, I, I like, the Two Fun Men's kind of a nice, different, it's sort of a break from that. Like Pangea, we, I, I feel like we tend to really put our minds together more and really try to come up with something like that's maybe a little more like layered. I mean, that sounds dumb to say, but uh, with two fun men, it's, it's a little bit more of a step back. It's kind of like a better group or something. It's sort of just a better, better group and <laughs> you know, I enjoy it more, but it, it, it's, it is more fun. I mean, it, it I, I don't mean more fun in the like it, it's just it's more relaxed. Like if you're working in a four-person group, you just have all these checks and balances. Well, yeah, you have to kind of fight more for your idea. You sort of do, or to explain it's like to get this a group is why. Voice probably, just the more yeah. yeah, but the thing is, with four people in a successful four-person group or five-person or however many people, you have all those voices like that end up making one solid group voice, which I think Pangea has. And then with two fun men, the beauty of it is that you have fewer people so you you don't necessarily have all those different voices converging but you do kind of have a certain amount of creative freedom that you just can't have with four four people who really care about comedy Pangea is very funny though I was kidding (laughs) they are yeah oh yeah alright yep so but did you make was that a decision (laughs) a conscious decision of we're not gonna have like high concept I, I think like our group sort of whoop. The, if uh, you didn't see that out there in the audience, the lights just turned the up a little bit. The lights in this room keep coming on and then off, almost as if oh, so like there's of a their own free ghost. will, or maybe they're on like a timer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe there's a motion. This is a weird room. Yeah. 
But we're, we're at stage seven, seven, three, where the yeah. we're hidden in kind of like a closet or something. Yeah, I think um, you asked if if we if it was a conscious decision to sort of do what we're doing, but I think that the the thing that this is my first sketch comedy group that I've been in. I think that most of what we do has sort of just evolved organically. Like, um, I have no idea what the future holds for our performances, but I think that it's always just going to be sort of what we find funny and what we hope yeah. other people find funny. And and we, we're not so concerned with what the manifestations are as long as we feel that it's like, you, you know, really what we think is funny and what we think other people will think is funny. So I think anything goes, uh, and it, we could do anything. Do you um, do a lot of physical stuff? I mean, can you describe anything? Can you maybe give a description of like a typical well, the sketch? Opening, the op- our opening sketch is one where we come out uh, and we're rolling on the ground to uh, an audio track of us fighting. Uh, so you, then, you hear the sounds of us fighting, um, and but what you see... So yeah, we get up from the ground and then kind of back and forth one action at a time. Like I'll punch John, I'll fake punch John while you hear the punch sound effect and then the same thing will happen. So it's all sound effects of fighting sounds while we're hitting each other but then it turns into like a sneezing sound effect and a sound effect of someone saying, hurry up! And <laughs> so we're at, we're You're at, still punching? It no, but, well, we're still like, we'll, we'll follow along, we'll follow along oh, to whatever the- Oh, you just keep the, doing whatever the, Yeah, whatever the thing is. And it goes on for about like a minute 45 and sort of just like, there's not much to it other than we, we learned the choreography of these sound effects and then acted out. So how, explain to me how that idea started and then how it became the sketch. I think it started because I, I wanted to do, I wanted to a uh, show to start where we come out fighting, like <laughs> where we're introduced and th- immediately we just come out on stage fighting, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what the original. This seems very relevant to what we were talking about before. Yeah, but I mean, like the, oh, <laughs> yeah, the fighting. Yeah. You mean? I, I mean? I mean, like physical fighting. Yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah. Like, not like arguing. Not arguing. Physically, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. where we're rolling around and fighting, and I remember. It, so there, there was that, and then I think we were just gonna. I actually don't even remember, but it definitely evolved into what it is now. Yeah, I don't know how the sound effects came in, but yeah, there did used to be a thing with us arguing, and that was also pre-recorded. But we cut that out because it never, it didn't really fit. We yeah, cut it. it was an argument. But yeah. Okay, so right. going back to the yeah. fighting one though, Whoop. the idea came about how. I just wanted to do. You it. just wanted to do something where you're fighting, and then how did you? A sketch get, where the show starts starts with you fighting. With us fighting, but then how did you get from that to the sound effects? How you were going to do it with sound effects and and that, and then how did you go from there to it changing into the other stuff? I don't really remember. I mean, I, I you had a dream one time. Is that right? Well, I, I don't remember. The dream. What was the? You dream? said well, one time you had a dream yeah. where we should do a musical. Oh, sorry, and that evolved into. Then you turn, you turned, you just sort of shortened it down into like sound effects. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that. I don't know. I I think with every, it, it seems like a lot of sketches we do, the first version of it is a lot different from what it ends up being. You just like you, you'll have an idea for something. For at least for me, it always start. I don't know about for you, but for me, it just starts with like a very simple seed of an idea. Yeah, that's that's a really fun thing that we've had. Yeah. Is sometimes it can just be one line or one small idea. And I, I mean, Arthur and I have done 
a lot. We sent so many sketches back and forth via email. And it's really fun to do that because I can send him a sketch and he'll say, oh, this is, uh, you know, I think there's something funny here. And then, you know, the sketch might, he'll edit it and revive, he might take the idea he thinks is funny and put his, you know, two cents in or whatever. And, and, uh, and it sort of morphs, but it's all started from one sort of idea. And it's, it's cool to work with a partner who you trust their comedic sensibilities and judgments uh, because then you sort of uh, feel like, I don't know, there's like a safety net when you go out there and perform because you feel very confident, uh, you know, performing material that they've written. Um, uh, I I don't know where I was going with that, but... uh, Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, getting back to the whole group versus two-person thing, that is is another thing. Like, if I did a a one-man show, I think I would constantly be worried that what I'm doing isn't funny because I'm the only person who can approve of the show. I mean, unless you have a director, but mm-hmm. in terms of creative input, it is great to have like John there. Um, it's great to just have like another person who I do trust to bounce ideas off of. And then of course, when you have in a four person group, you worry even less about that. Cause then you have, it's just more, more it's more like cushioning. More yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then of course you know with, with this, I feel like we really get to do whatever we want to do. Have I mean, you worked yeah. with a director? Uh, not really. I mean, sort of. We my my friend Dan Klein from Pangea Three Thousand uh, is. He just won't stop talking about. I know. Pangea. Oh god. I mean, Pangea is just such. <laughs> I feel like what Pangea does is extremely special. Is very special. Sort of. Yeah. And uh, Dan versus just having some fun. Versus just having like yeah fun. Oh, this is kind yeah. of my sewing wild oats group. Right to each his own. You yeah. Know. Um, with a with a smelly man named John Hansel. <laughs> John uh, smells like bad Butt? beans and butts. Okay, wow. all right. What's causing that? Uh, I mean, is it actually beans and butts, or is it something that <laughs> just smells eating, like that? Were you eating some beans and some butts, John? <laughs> <laughs> I plead. You the, went to I the, plead the fourth. You the fourth amendment. The fourth amendment. Yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah. someone went to uh, Beans and Butts Pub down the street. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I think it was you because you like it there. I like it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like you know now, what man. you get. You always get the yeah. butt special, which is just a big plate of butts. Yeah, it's a butts, but they're covered in cologne, so I always smell good. No, you don't, because you always say hold the cologne. <laughs> no, I don't. I yeah. say put on extra cologne. No, yeah, yeah, but you me... get you get the the skunk cologne because you like skunk smell. No, but you get you order the poop salad. No, I don't. I don't like that no, anymore. You do. I get the poop on the side, and I say substitute Caesar dressing. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. we sorted that out. Yep. Uh, speaking of restaurants, <laughs> um, I work at a restaurant. Yeah, he works at Beans and Butts. <laughs> Are you getting this, Mandy? <laughs> <laughs> This is Here's all the research. Live, Here's what I figured out. Now, you guys had a YouTube page with videos. Yep. I couldn't find like a website. No website. But I yeah. did find your Facebook pages. Facebook, nice. yeah. So I learned a little bit about you. Uh-oh. Correct me if any of this is wrong. Awesome. Uh, John, you have a Latin degree? Yes. Is that right? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you, are you Facebook friends with him? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know that? 
Yeah, it's not like I obsess over your profile. I know I've told him that before. I mean, I didn't obsess. I This was like a cursory look. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But very like an intense cursory That's look. true. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. Like, fair. Not cursory. Hint, hint of uh, actually, for John, I think you had another site, like a personal site. Sure, But I got yeah. a little information. You ended up working for Teach for America. Oh, yeah, but I dropped out. Because? I hated it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think you said they were crazy... <laughs> organization or yeah yeah people. where does it say is that on your facebook or it's is under my the, bio that's on his wow bio, yeah uh, y- yeah I, I dropped out i didn't enjoy it i moved to new york doing it hoping to maybe pursue entertainment while while doing teaching teach for it. yeah and that but i as no I, if you, either of you did it mandy or kendall if you did it i have it just didn't suit me that's yeah yeah, yeah. Did Man, you, mandy had had looked into it at one point it's uh, for me, but they seemed crazy. So, I think a little, but I mean, I don't. I, if anyone, I think great people can do it. Yeah. But you were saying last night that you would wake up at five in the morning and then you wouldn't go to bed till like one. Yeah. Every yeah. night during the institution where, which is like the the training for the program over the summer, you'd you'd wake up at five, uh, get up, have breakfast, go teach at a school come back to on a yellow school bus to the campus at which you were studying mm-hmm. and then you would uh have dinner at six and uh and then you would go to workshops from six to nine and then you'd have to lesson plan for the next day and that could go anywhere from nine to one or two and then you'd get up and do it again and it was oh, absolutely miserable yeah. yeah yeah so that that didn't turn out to be a good thing to do no. while really you wanted to do comedy on the side yeah it was like <laughs> you know it was kind of a it was kind of a a, a, a like a, a clash between what I sort of really probably wanted to do, which was maybe comedy or entertainment, but what I felt I should do, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which was, you know, get a job and and do something with my life, probably heavily influenced by, like, my parents or something, you know? I wanted to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wanted to show I'm an adult and I'm not doing something stupid like entertainment, like whatever that means. sketch fests. Right. Well. But now. But now. I am happy with my decision, and I'm happy to be here with you. And how do your parents? I think that they saw that I hated what I was doing with Teach for America and was not happy, and they see that I'm happy now, and they're happy. Good. So, yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what family's supposed to do. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so then in <laughs> New York, you started doing UCB Sure, stuff? that's where I met Arthur. Okay, so you met there. Right. Oh, we met in a uh, an improv class. Level four improv class. Level four improv class with uh, Keith Bethay, who's in our Eggs and Keith video. We met him okay. in that class, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's where I met him. I, I, I had taken some courses at UCB before, so after I dropped out of Teach for America, I was like, oh. What I'll made ch- you decide to do that? Um, Just, like, got you to take your first one. Oh, to, well, I figured, I was like, well, now I'm, you know... As the as the metaphor goes, now I am up the poop creek with, and I don't have a paddle. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize the metaphor at first, but by the end, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's a famous metaphor. Famous. Yeah. My favorite similar yeah. metaphor, like a saying like that, is you shit the bed. Now you have to sleep in it. Yeah. yeah. But it's so, it's kind of, it's really gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my, it seems so much more literal than the shit creek one. Cause yeah. you're like, oh yeah. 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 But you could imagine, you're like, oh shit creek. That's probably a, but like shitting in your bed. That you can, can happen. You're like, oh that, I'm in your bed? Oh, yeah. that's the worst. <laughs> and why do you have to sleep in it? Why can't you move? Well, you have to, it's your yeah. punishment. Well, you know, 
Well, yep. John sleeps in a shit belly. Okay, now, <laughs> now, okay, the 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 butt salad guy. <laughs> yeah, Mandy likes yeah. that. She's laughing over there. Well, anyways, you keep uh, this up. We're coming to your show. What's that? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, there will be plenty of that. We have a couple. You farts. better. You bite. You might want to wear a nose plug if you're sitting anywhere. <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I need. I right now. I wish I had one. I wish I had a blinders on so I didn't have to look at him. You should just oh. give me one of those helmets and You guys were wearing. like loving each other earlier and now it's just deteriorated. Yeah, yeah. That's, yep, that's yeah. what they call it. Well, it's hard love. it's hard to stay close to John, uh, <laughs> you know, if he smells like uh beans and turtle farts. Oh, turtle farts. <laughs> they're the worst cuz they were the worst cuz they're kind of like moldy or algae yeah, or something. Yeah, they get to float around in that shell, <laughs> oh. the farts, you know. Arthur Arthur has a frog in his butt right now. Yeah, but it's a good it's a good smelling frog. No, it's not. No, no it it's not. No, it Don't smells lie. Like soap and mouthwash. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but your mouthwash. Don't you? Are you still using your poop soap? <laughs> no, I finished with that. I'm now using a different soap. Oh yeah, your fart soap. Anyway, Kendall. all right. Anyway, so Kendall. that takes us to uh, the Bryant Park Grill. Yes. You work there. I work there as a waiter. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. Sometimes uh, famous people have come in and eaten there. Dan Rathers. Um, mm. uh, Clyde Frazier, uh, an old uh, basketball From player. Frazier. From Frazier, yep. yeah. Frazier Clyde fame. Frazier. Of, of a lot Frazier. of people don't know that was the full character's name. Yeah. Right, right. Clyde, Clyde, Clyde Frazier. Frazier. <laughs> Frazier in quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's a nice restaurant. Um, and I always say this, you know, I, I hope not to be doing it in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently 48 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a joke. I'm 25. I turned 26 in April. But I'd like not to be doing that in 10 years. Okay. Ten, that's, I mean, that's a good... That's a good window. They say most people change jobs every three years and change careers every seven years. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So you're, dude, you're going to be so out of the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Okay, so moving on (laughs) to Arthur. Um, Arthur, here's. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was Arthur. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. It's the first time that's happened on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Well, I don't understand why you're doing that so close to the microphone. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think you're confusing my mouth with uh, John's butt. Oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Does that happen often? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, uh, no, this is Arthur. That was me. Sorry. What were you saying, Kendall? Okay, Arthur. Uh-huh. Um, tell me about uh, Booner the Page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Booner is um, America's <laughs> second most popular page character next to Kenneth. From Thirty Rock, really? Because um, I there's another one I think. Is of there too. another page character? Well, isn't yeah. there that page? Is he's either a page or an intern yeah. on Letterman? Uh, and it's it's the guy who plays one of the Doyle brothers on. Uh, oh, and it's, it's always, always sunny. sunny. That guy's probably more popular. Oh, he is hilarious yeah. when he's on there. But but back to you. I'm probably you. like fifth or sixth then. But it's a it's a it's a recurring role I do on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, uh-huh. um, in which. Uh, I will bring something out, usually a prize that an audience member wins in a game that they do, and then I uh, do you want to act out what I, might and, happen, and then I walk away. What's yeah, that? but sometimes you have a line. I'll, I'll play Jimmy for a moment, and you play Booner. Oh yeah, that's right. Booner has a specific voice. Yes, yeah, okay. so okay. sometimes so pretend, have a line. pretend that I bring out, say, a T-shirt for an audience member who wins. Who wins? The shirt. I'll be Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, thanks. Uh, how you doing? Good. 
That's it. That's it. That's Booner's voice. But we could try one more line. Sure. There's a, there's a, so, you know, he might pretend you want Okay, so this time I brought out a hat. I was saying audience member want a hat. Hey, buddy. Great, thanks. What's your name? Booner. That's, that's it. All right. Yeah. And, the, and here's the thing. If I say one word, if I say just Booner or good, I get paid $450. Wow. If I don't say any words, I get $150. So, okay. So yeah. let's back up and explain how what, or do you're working oh, okay. on the show. Well, my friend Mike Desenzo is a writer okay. on Fallon, one of their best writers indeed. And he's a friend he, of both of them. Yeah, he's a really funny guy. And he's, he used to write for The Onion, actually, which is sort of how I know him. We're both friends. With him. Yeah, and he is a writer on the show. John's kind of friends with him. And... Um, uh, hang out. Yeah. Does he has he gotten you on the show, John? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah. But let's stick with our. No, thing, John's right? been on like. No, 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 no. Yeah. So tell him about. Keep telling him about. Well, Mike. so so when you write a thing on the show, you get to cast it yourself. So Mike would cast me for things, and now I'm kind of the go-to page for, you know, whenever they need someone. To the to, point where Jimmy has specifically requested. Arthur. Oh yeah, uh-huh. but here's the thing: they don't, they don't uh, actually. Re- actual pages can't be pages on the show for whatever reason, so they have to get actors or whoever to be a pa- to portray the role of a page. Does that create animosity from the pages? <laughs> no, they they, they don't want to do that. I mean, they eventually want to like do something, but like you know, be a producer or yeah. you know. But they're not allowed to be upset about anything. They, they, <laughs> That's part of their job. They, they have to be cheerful all the time, no matter what shit work they're doing. They have to be cheerful, and they all have to wear size nine shoes, yeah. no matter what your What does that mean? I have no idea, but the girls, guys, mandatory. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That is strict. It's weird. Yeah. So your friend Mike? Mike Desenzo. Mike Desenzo, is yeah. he on the show ever? Oh, yeah, he's, he does lots of stuff. Uh, he's If you ever watch Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Have you seen Late Night with Jimmy Fallon? I've Fallon? seen it, yeah. yeah. I, right when the show started, I was <clears throat> watching it pretty consistently. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And then um, probably around the time that Conan came back, right. or even before that, when I moved to Chicago, I just yeah. ended up with a lot less TV yeah. time. So I, yeah. I haven't I think I haven't it's only gotten better much. since then. I feel like it definitely mm-hmm. like got stronger from... Like even like on the fourth week versus the first week, it, you could see like a, a change. Yeah. What if we run a few? We'll name a few segments by you. Maybe you've seen them that okay. were written by. Mike. Well, Mike does wheel of carpet samples. Yeah, I definitely which is always a solid have seen one. wheel of carpet. Yeah. he writes that. He writes uh-huh. that. Okay. He wrote. Yeah. Uh, he he had a segment called Name That Guy, which is another game show. Name that guy. It was just like any. It was like they show like an obscure actor. They just something. show a photo of. Like, it's usually a stock photo from Google, and yeah. the audience is not. I've seen that's more of a recent one. Yes, yeah, it's recent. Yeah. And if you ever saw when uh, you know Jimmy Fallon has done any Neil Young impersonations, mm-hmm. um, or when pants Bru- on the ground, pants yeah. on the ground, yeah, or when Bruce Springsteen, yeah, came out and sang "Whip My Hair." Th- those were all those are all Mike's Mike. ideas. Yeah, that's great. Mike is the if you ever watch the show, he appears there. He's a bearded guy. Yeah, he has so a character called the Wolf Waker. The Wolf if you've Waker. Ever seen that. He's oh, uh, that. He, he's on pretty consistently i'd say usually like once a week or once every two weeks and he's usually a, a crowd pleaser so yeah. this okay so this is a guy that you knew before he was doing that yeah well he like and just, i went to boston university together i didn't okay. really know him there but i knew him because he lived a block away from me in brooklyn and he was on the writing staff for the onion i was a contributing writer so oh, okay. we kind of knew each other and through that whole world um and then just became friends and 
Yeah, and yeah, he cast me in a Fallon in the sixth episode of the show. He he put me in this thing that they did on Fallon. What was that one? That was something that they wouldn't do now. It was definitely more in the vein of like. Well, just say Conan. what it was. It was more Conan. <laughs> it was um, it was called the Gadsden Purchase, <laughs> and Mike himself, Mike played a guy, an audience member who's like loves the Gadsden Purchase, and he wants Jimmy to do more jokes about the Gadsden Purchase. <clears throat> What's the gas and purchase? It's the um, shoot. Okay. It's something about the territory of New Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it was basically a treaty or Arizona. I yeah, I, yeah, it's starting to sound vaguely the, familiar. Yeah, it seemed like a very Letterman bit. I think almost. it was. It, I thought it was pretty Conan-y. Just Conan, or maybe yeah. Conan. Yeah, it, it it was definitely more of a sketch than now. On found they do a lot of like game shows, audience participation, with audience members. Yeah, they, it seemed like yeah. they were doing that a lot from the beginning, even. Yeah, they were, but now now it's almost primarily that, and really? they hardly ever do like straight up sketches anymore. I remember, I definitely remember all the like head swap. Yo, yeah, yeah, and they still do that, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, and then when he started doing like the late and the oh yeah, oh, yeah, Mike Mike, Mike wrote actually late. wrote the entire yeah. late yeah. series, which Arthur was in. Oh yeah, I played the role of Arthur. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Do you get recognized for that? Um, I don't think so. Someone told me recently that they recognized me, that they saw someone, or they talked to someone who like recognized me as Booner, but on the subway. Did you get any? I just. But got, no one's ever come up to me for these tiny roles that I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you must have like kind of a different inside perspective of how that kind of st- like what a writer's room is like yeah. on a show and yeah. like all that kind of thing. I don't know too much about the usually I'm down by the studio so I don't I mean I've been up to the writer's room a couple times but I usually spend more time you know like right near the studio but I pretty much whenever they ask me to be there I'll, I'll show up and I'm there for about four hours and about 15 minutes of those is actually spent doing something. Mm-hmm. So I, it leaves me about three Sit hours around, and 45 minutes hurry to, up and wait to just observe thing. how everything works there. So is, yeah. is like writing on a show is like something that either of you are interested in? Like, is that the kind of thing you want to be doing? Like, what are your ambitions with this comedy stuff? Yeah. John? Oh, I mean, if, if someone were to say, will you write for us, like for a show like that, I'd jump at it in a heartbeat. But I'd, Is that normally how it works? Well, I mean, no, it's not how it works. I'm just, I was just telling you how I yeah, would certainly yeah. like to do that. As far as my ambitions right now, um, I still feel like I have some, <clears throat> I need to gather some experience, whether it's writing or performing. I, I don't feel like I'm, um, I still feel like I need to polish myself a bit, you know, in terms of those skills, polish my skills. But I polish yourself. Uh, Yes, polish. Get yourself uh, nice and shiny on the writing yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I would basically just love to do anything that would involve working with people that I liked working with on a project that I was invested in, and that could be a that could be a TV series, of writing it, or a movie, or a show, or <laughs> like even performing. Just as long as you know, I'm not sure exactly what it is I want to be doing, but I can tell you the vibe that I would want would be collaborating with people that I liked on uh, some type of project that I was invested in. That, yeah, no, I, I understand vague. your answer, but do you feel like at a certain point you have to like focus and say? Yeah, yeah. Because I know, like for me, I've always had a problem of, well, I want to do this and I want to do that. And yeah, I, and you're then right. I start. 
as I'm getting like older, I start thinking, well, do I, maybe I need to just pick one. No, you're right. You're <laughs> right. You know, I'm, I'm probably avoiding that right now. I don't know. It's hard to choose, though. I mean, there's a lot of good rats out there, and mm-hmm. you know, like a late, writing for a late night show is just one. But I, I think sometimes things just sort of come along. You know, like I mean, obviously, I, you need to work hard, and I guess it is good to, to focus on something. But I don't know. Well, what? So, what's your answer to the question about? It's pretty much. I mean, it's pretty much the same as John's. It's like I, I would love to write for a comedy show or to be on a comedy show. Um, I used to definitely want to be on Saturday Night Live. Like when I was I, a I think kid. Arthur might actually, to be honest. Oh, I mean, it, it would. Not, I didn't mean to jinx it. No, no. I, I mean, it, that would still be like the the best thing in the world to be on Saturday Night Live. Even though I don't, <clears throat> I, I, I used to be a staunch defender of like SNL. Whenever people would say, "Oh, it's not funny anymore," I'd be like, "No, it actually is very funny. You just don't watch it anymore." Um, but now I really don't think it's as funny as it used to be. I think the weird thing about Saturday Night Live yeah. is that. I mean, I've been watching, I've seen every show for 15 years or yeah. whatever, and people always think it sucks yeah. when it's on. Yeah. And then five, 10 years later, they always think it was good. Because and it's those because, people are famous now. Well, that's yeah. part of it, but also it's that you watch an hour and a half uh-huh. of live comedy uh, that's being written and performed very, like all done very quickly, and there's going to be that percentage of it oh, that's yeah. good that... And then there's all the terrible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then as time goes by, you only remember the good stuff. Yeah. You know, or you see the like clip shows of like just the good stuff. And suddenly you're like, oh man, when Will Ferrell was on the show, it was the best. But when Will Ferrell was on the show, people were also saying it was terrible. Good boy. Like, yeah. You know what true, I mean? Yeah. So, no, my friend Dan said that people, uh, Dan from Pangea 3000, he said that, um, Saturday Night Live works best as a like best of clip show. Like that, that's the best way to watch it. But I also don't like those. <laughs> yeah, in that, a weird yeah. way. I really like. I must feel like it's this thing where you. It's like your little reward. You're yeah. Pu- it's like you can you. It's never. I never feel like it's torture to watch or anything. Yeah. But sometimes it's like you got to put in the time. Oh sure. To, to see that one really good sketch that maybe isn't even the one that anyone's gonna remember but you yeah it's you true. know and yeah. like sometimes it was really weird i remember there was one where um will forte the speed reader oh, sketch yeah. i loved that sketch and it's like really hard to find it's what halle berry was on the show oh, yeah. and it's I, so it's like an obscure i've never heard anyone else <laughs> i knows every date of every and the year of, i swear but I, i've never heard anyone yeah. else cite that sketch not, as being like one oh, they really liked or something sketch, and yeah. like it's not a good sketch. that's yeah. that's the kind of thing that i feel like you know, it's like you don't. They would never put that on one of the best. Of Will Forte was shows. Yeah, but yeah, Under, Will Forte always got always got sketches on it, like the last sketch of the night. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's um, I I, I thought that sketch was isn't great. that good, but. No. <laughs> so, you you do have uh, ambitions, but you, outside oh, yeah. of like doing s- stage sketch stuff, but yeah, but how. Um, how did you end up going from so you you were also did UCB that's where you met yeah and then how did tell me a little bit about how you went from that into um like putting your own show together um we we did yeah so we did the improv class and then I think on the very last night of the class uh we sort of hung out afterwards and I remember 
we we sort of the first thing we ever really worked on together was this thing called uh it, well what was the, the name of interview it interview with michael yeah but Inter- wasn't there a name of the show with oh, David, oh. David? <laughs> yeah michael jordan dunk slam dunk michael jordan oh yeah yeah but well we we did this video where john uh where i interviewed john but john was playing michael jordan but he was basically talking as like the way John talks, but kind of a, a dumber version of John, like a much dumber version. <laughs> and we, but say, but having had the same career that Michael Jordan had, so he, he would be talking about all the great things that like he, that Michael Jordan did, mm-hmm. uh, but in this kind of dumb guy voice. And we just made this 15 minute interview, and it was I had so much fun. Yeah. We just laughed our asses off doing it, and then. We tried to put that into a 30-minute show at the UCB. We auditioned it because you have to audition shows there um, in order to get a run, and that did not go well, uh, which we sort of expected. When you audition yeah. it, is there an audience? Yeah, yeah, there is. You you, you have to bring your own. So it's audience. like you promote it as like a show, as a show but it's yeah. an audition yeah. show. But you you yeah. can promote it as an audition show, you know. Yeah. You tell everyone. So it's like a one night show that then they're looking at to see. Oh, yeah. You want to give them a exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we eventually just wrote a sketch show and tried it out at this place called the Magnet Theater in New York, and that uh, we didn't get a run, even though I thought our show deserved to. I mm-hmm. thought it was a really good show, and. Uh, and then we eventually just put together the show that we auditioned at the UCB um, just a couple months ago. Yeah, but it was a uh, uh, com- it was a cumulative show. Like we had the yeah. sketches had developed over a period of like a year and a half or yeah. so, and then we've just picked sort of the best best ones and put them together in a way that made sense to some degree. So it's a sketch show with all the sketches. N- nothing connects or anything, but it, the. The sh- I think the show kind of has a consistent feel to it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. That's, and so now we're doing that show in New York. It, it got to run at the UCB Theater, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when is that happening? January 14th, which is a week from today, or mm-hmm. a week from yesterday. Um, <laughs> pretty much yeah. hopefully you have a calendar in yeah, front of yeah. you when you're listening yeah. to this yeah, exactly. episode yeah. and then Friday January 28th at 7.30pm yeah Friday the 28th Ooh. I know a girl a girl <laughs> I know might be coming to the show on okay. the 14th yeah. oh yeah yeah. John just met a girl on New Year's Eve really oh yeah that's a high pressure night to meet somebody yeah but a great night to meet somebody too yeah, yeah that's true yeah. you got like a built in Looking like, for love. Yeah. They did some kissing, right? <laughs> we did tons of kissing. At yeah. midnight or before? Well, it started at midnight, and then we kept <laughs> kissing after. <laughs> oh, yeah. It went until midnight, but a couple days later, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you think she might come to the show? I'm. She said she's going to come to the show. Mandy, you can quote me on that. <laughs> no, not Mandy, but you're just sort of, you know, my... Witness. You're quoting him on what she... It's like total hearsay, but apparently this has some value. Yeah. Well, you know this is being recorded. We could actually just use that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, you... quote you. Yes, yes. You can... You, audience. Yeah. It'll... Yeah. You know, maybe I'll kiss her after the show. Too. Wow. <laughs> I really do hope I get to kiss her again. Huh? What's her name? What? Oh yeah, hopefully. Oh, let's oh let's keep it yeah. secret. Do you want to say her name? I probably shouldn't. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because if the other... Yeah, I should This way, yeah. all those different girls could think you're talking about them. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, you don't know who it is. It could be one of Most them, likely yeah. the one you were kissing at midnight on New Year's Ooh, Eve. Well, that's a good... Okay, yep. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Well, you know, it's a... Um, we talked, Arthur, we uh, were talking about your uh, Jimmy Fallon stuff, but also the other things I learned about you, other than uh, you went to Boston University, yep. you studied scenery design? I did not. I, uh, <laughs> I, I put that up on Facebook. Oh, so that's a uh, lie. Yeah, okay, that's, that's good. It's good uh, to know that not everything... Scenery design. If you look on Facebook, I think it says I majored in scenery design. And that's what, the that's what yeah. I get for uh, doing all my research on Wikipedia and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so you're not you didn't do pre vet medicine. Either I, did, I, did, nope, I, I did not minor in pre veterinary. Okay, medicine. what did you go to school for? Uh, film and television was my. Well, major. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, with a minor in psychology. Oh, yeah. does that help you? Because he's stage? a psycho. Yeah, that's right. All right. Coming, this is coming from a guy who smells bad, by the way. Um, he smells really bad, I should say. Yeah. Ooh, talking about himself again. Yeah, no, this guy smells like rotten vegetables inside of a diaper that has been used. But yeah, sorry, what you were saying? Uh, you were saying something? I was just repeating the lies that I read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, let's talk about eggs and Keith. Okay. So, uh, does one of you want to give kind of? A description of what the video is like. I don't know. Do you want to spoil it? You don't have to. I could just put a link to it if people just want to watch it. <clears throat> so you could talk about it vaguely, or you could talk about it specifically. I'll give you the option. Okay. It's about eggs. Yeah. And Keith. Our, yeah. Basically, Arthur and I play Arthur and John, mm-hmm. and our neighbor Keith stops by to borrow some eggs. Okay. And then that's the setup. That's yeah. the setup. Now you have to decide how far you're going to go with the. Well, basically, he comes over to borrow some eggs. Uh, we're just hanging out in the apartment, and uh, here's the clip. <laughs> what? No, we're not going to. Well, here's, have, here we go. I don't have the What's the that? Clip. Just rolling the clip. Here's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's so, pretty visual, so I don't know if it's going to Oh, yeah, work. so he's, uh, this is the second. Yeah, so he's, he's picked up the eggs, mm-hmm. and uh, so you'll see what happens. Yep. This is, uh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Uh, so in well, the technical, oh, sorry. It's, yeah, it's like yes. a technical problem. Yeah, yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's could you put a link up? I'll do. Yeah. I'll. I could maybe I'll embed it. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah, cool. That's yeah. awesome. Because then you see a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I guess my question about eggs and Keith. Yeah. How much of it was like a written thing, or or was this something that kind of like you got together one day and said, "Hey, let's make a video," and then you like improvised it or what? it was a hundred percent written yeah i yeah. think that was that was mostly uh, john haskell sketch right <laughs> yep yeah. yeah and then it takes a very sort of dramatic turn i don't want to give away the ending but it takes <laughs> a very <laughs> left turn yeah. yeah yeah out of nowhere let's just say we live across the street from a costco or i i live across the street from a costco okay yeah and it yeah it's just yeah it was an email i wrote to arthur of a script of it and he sort of enjoyed it. And he's like, hey, one time we should make a video of this. And it took about a year. But then after a year, we yeah. decided to. Mm-hmm. I would really love to make more videos. I know. We got to do that. Yeah. So why, why haven't you? What? I guess my real I'm question is. I'm a bad is, organizer. One day we didn't because it rained. 
We, yeah, we, we, yeah. We were going to do a ton of videos outside called yeah. Sports Shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just didn't do it because it rained really hard that day. And we yeah. really were going to go I mean, shoot the weather those can really, it can change your day. I know. Yeah. We, I know. We, we wouldn't have been able to do Eggs and Keith uh, if it was raining. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. That's it. We got to do We got to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's all about focus, as you were saying, Kendall. Do you yeah. have any kind of routine? of like practicing <clears throat> certain times or like goals that you use to make sure that you're being uh, productive at least once a week on like Wednesdays and we'll email about stuff and yeah yeah or, or you know we'll like John writes a lot of sketches I write I some used sketches. to well but I mean you know yeah why what's what's wrong <laughs> well, I didn't yeah, what is it. wrong I don't know I think I've I've been <laughs> in a funk I've well you've definitely been in a funk <laughs> P.U. <laughs> All right, yeah. shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> I've been, I've really been in a bad place. I've, no, I, I, um, um, I don't know. I think I just, I think I don't. <laughs> I think I'm not as funny as I used to be. Wow, <laughs> no, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I'll. You're right. You gotta focus, and I would like to focus and and make like videos that are. What's the word you use? Ambitious. Oh, ambitious. Yeah, I'd like he to, uses that word a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. What do you like? In what context? Like, I'd like to take on more ambitious, a more ambitious project. Like, he'll be saying this to you. Sometimes I say I want to make a more like a, a, a more something video, and he'll say, "Oh, you want to like a more ambitious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Project. I, I'm like, I like yeah. I like ambition. Okay. I like the idea of shooting high. Absolutely. Yeah. Aiming, aiming high. Why? I don't know. It's just cool. I, I, I mean, what are you trying to prove? I, I just want to do... I, I just always want to do stuff that's different, not stay with like the same thing. Maybe I, Beard I, on Bread? Yeah, yeah. We have an idea for a series called Beard on Bread uh, oh. about this guy. I don't know his first name. James Beard, I think. I think that's a real person. There. Oh, it yeah, is. It doesn't, yeah. Isn't yeah. James Beard the book award guy? I think Can so, we check yeah. on that? Yeah. Yeah, it's James Beard. Yeah. He gives the James Beard Award. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Alan Beard. But I, I always love like musicians and, and uh, bands and stuff and the idea of an album and uh, and like hearing one album and then the next one and how they try to outdo themselves or how they just try something different. Not necessarily mm-hmm. trying to outdo themselves, but just trying to do something different that people don't expect, especially with comedy. I think surprise is like one of the biggest elements of comedy. So if people ever are able to guess what you're going to do or predict it, then it's just not going to be as special. I think people will still laugh. People laugh at pretty much anything, even if it's stupid or, you know. But I think they'll really appreciate something that's new and, and different. So and, you do know. you when you're writing, is that like a check, a little mental check that you have of like, oh, something like you'll be writing something and think, uh, this is too predictable, let's take it another direction. Is that kind of like how something like Eggs and Keith would end up the way that it is? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Because you know, when I, our sketches seem like to some people, they may think uh, that they're random or disorganized, but they're very, uh, we, we try to make it a point when we look over our sketches to be like, well, does this fit? You know? And I, I learned this from Arthur. Does this sort of like fit the whole mood or, or, you know, tone of the sketch, like, so we really will try to, like, sometimes we will do specific planning, maybe if something seems predictable, we'll do something unpredictable, but we won't just do something unpredictable for the sake of doing it if it stands out from the rest of the sketch and would detract the viewers, or distract the viewers from, you know, the overarching theme. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I think it is good to have some kind of consistency too, so you're not just doing uh, what my friends and I call what the fuck humor, which is just weird nonsense shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so while I think like our show tonight, for instance, and Saturday night is, uh, there's a lot of stuff that sort of comes out of the blue. I do think that there's like a certain consistency to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Well, so yeah. again, because what I've seen is eggs and Keith, it, I'm coming back to that with what you're talking about yeah. in that, what where the sketch where the video ends oh, yeah. <laughs> could seem yeah. like just complete it does seem it's like completely out of nowhere but then well, I, that, but uh, then i start to think yeah. well maybe there is something i mean like what's it about and then you start thinking about you know there's all these eggs and maybe there's some sort of like kind of mess i don't know if that's intentional i don't know if it's one of those things where it's like you take it just far enough that if somebody wanted to create something like a connection that they could, right. and it would make sense. Like, how do you know, like what's your internal kind of, uh, sensor of like, Oh, no, that's just stupid. It's just random. It might be kind of funny, but is it too random? Well, I like, think it also depends on what scale you're doing it. Like that, that, that was just sort of a fun video that we made, which, you know, is, it's not of like the highest quality, but it's just something fun that makes us laugh. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple like definitely sharp left turns that it takes towards the end of the video that, uh, I might be a little more hesitant to do if we were say putting it in the context of like a half hour show or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so with, but you know, and like if we were doing some sort of like web series to do something like that, where it's, there's just a sharp left turn at the end. I think would only work if you've kind of established the grounds for creating that sort of thing. Right. I don't know if that makes sense, but but basically that that video I think was a little bit more like <coughs> fun, just trying fucking around. Out. Yeah, and, which I, I think is also like important to do too. To mm-hmm. just exercise, especially when you don't have anyone above you. Like we don't have any. There's obviously no executives, or we don't have to answer to anyone. So sometimes it is just fun to be self-indulgent and i do think actually self-indulgency is a good thing uh it's underrated like people look at it as some sort of selfish thing but i think a lot of times i think it's the name that makes them think it's selfish yeah i think so too but i I think a lot of times it's just a really good exercise in finding your own voice and your own creativity and john and i have done a lot of that and that i think i i feel like i've helped i've found my own personal comedic voice uh, it's been facilitated by working with John and just letting ourselves kind of have fun and, and make, make weird choices sometimes. I feel like you've taken more, you've like, div- you always had individual like, <laughs> it's like uh, talent or humor or characters, but I feel like you've really uh, explored them more in the last year and a half or two years. You know, with like your your who wants to be a millionaire videos and oh right yeah uh yeah oh. so that's been what cool. is that what's that those are just things I do it's it's a very it's like a <laughs> extremely extremely low budget parody of <clears throat> it's not really a, it's sort of a parody of who wants to be a millionaire but it's it's sort of like a controlled nonsense version of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a silly little video. If you go on YouTube to the Arthi thirteen page, you'll find it. But how do you uh, spell that? It's A R T H I E, and then the number thirteen. 
And, uh, and IE kind of looks like a 13. It does look like a 13. So That's it's almost like R1313. Yeah. Or RTE. Yeah, or RTE. Yeah, in leet speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> leet hacks. But that hacks stuff's hacks. also, that video is also definitely influenced by a lot of what John, I mean, John has like 200 or something videos yeah. uh, that but are just how like. How do we find your videos? Uh, JDub2055. Like J J D U on YouTube YouTube dot com slash J D U B B twenty fifty five. All right, but those are also like very low low bu- budget, low budget yeah. like low video quality things that I think are hilarious. Like I, I think there's a lot of videos online these days that look to be of professional quality, mm-hmm. but just don't make me laugh. John's are technology being- like professional quality does not equal funny not at all that's yeah. true i think and sometimes i actually think low quality can equal funny like if you look at shows like tim and eric for instance which i think is the funniest show in yeah, a long time they've almost taken low quality to like a high, high quality, quality place, place that's so, true yeah, yeah. They, they've they've made it their own but john's videos are low video quality <laughs> yeah. and they usually make me laugh very hard out loud which i don't often do <laughs> i think the the thing the interesting thing that happens is sometimes when you try to do something really low tech like mm-hmm. it ends up looking there's this strange authenticity to it that is its own production value yeah you know yeah that's i mean yeah tim and eric what you were saying yeah a- absolutely but I, like it, yeah. and i guess like if somebody tries to make something that looks like tim and eric uh-huh. it doesn't work the same you know what I mean? That's like true. if you're if you're trying to make something look like someone else's crappy way of doing, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. when you do something yourself and you're like, these are my available means, and yeah. I'm just going to do the thing as easy as I can, or in some like very primal kind of way, that looks different than somebody else then looking at how you did it, and instead of doing it there, simple, quick, do it yourself way, trying to copy your yeah, that, mm-hmm. sense? It does that, that makes yeah. total sense. People, people, yeah. I think can sense sincerity mm-hmm. they can they can f- they can sense fake lo-fi yeah i mm. i think so too and or they could just sense fake i i think yeah. people yeah, yeah. can like sense if you're doing something that's similar to like 30 rock or similar to a, co- a comedic you know voice that is out there today like a lot of times you'll see these videos that seem to have sort of office the office-esque Qualities that, where they're that like same sort of camera work. Yeah, they'll do that camera like cut to someone sort of looking blankly at someone else. Like, uh, I think that you know that's just an example of maybe. Well, even like Parks and Recreation, I remember having that kind of problem initially. Where I've heard it's good now. I I like the show, mm-hmm. but I remember initially they were talking about doing a spinoff of The Office, and then it became Parks <clears> and Recreation. And they're like, it's not really a spinoff of The Office anymore. But yeah. the very first episodes were shot and felt just like I the office. I remember that too. But, and I remember it being yeah. very weird of like, what, it seems, how, why are they doing, you know? Mm. Yeah. And now it has a different kind of feel to it. Yeah. And it's kind of grown into its own, it's, own yeah. different thing. But I, I know with like networks like that, I mean, especially NBC, a lot of times they like to like play it safe. So you're not going to see a network like NBC taking as big of a risk as like Adult Swim. Of course, Adult Swim doesn't have the audiences that, NBC does so that's kind of the trade-off there you know the the funny thing is like I always want to see something really new and totally different when it comes to comedy but I think the majority of people in America and probably everywhere just want to see just want to laugh you know like they they don't want to really like think about it that much 
Mm-hmm. They just want to like laugh and take their mind off stuff, which is perfectly valid. I mean, that's kind of what laughter is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. When I think also when you're in, like if you're really into comedy, yeah, you just, just like if you're really into music, like you still might enjoy like very popular type things, but you're, palate becomes a little more yeah even if you're like even if you're like a chef or something like that like and so when like if i were to watch conan and people be like oh he's so weird uh like i don't ever think that way i don't ever watch conan and think what a weirdo yeah right or like i never watch any sketch and think that's weird. That's just weird. But yeah. I can understand. I do, like if I watch Tim and Eric, I might. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I guess just people just have certain levels uh, or, or like certain limits uh, at which beyond that point, beyond which like it's something is weird. Yeah. You know, for and for a lot of people, it is something like Conan. Yeah. And, well, and it's like Leno. Like I like always was <clears> like, I hate Leno. Yeah. I hate his yeah. monologue. I hate yeah. everything. But like, I think his audience maybe maybe they would think Conan is really weird. Yeah, yeah. I think they do. Yeah. But I just it's just kind of weird when you're in it a little bit more that you don't look at it from that kind of kind of perspective. Yeah. When you're working on your show, do you feel like the stage show in particular, do you feel like your audience is a bunch of other people that do sketch comedy? Um actually no. I I don't. I I I I always like uh, you know, if I can, making other comedians laugh or like Im- impressing them. I think anyone who does comedy like has this side of them that just wants to impress other people who do comedy, because that's just a it's a pretty big compliment to you know have someone who's jaded by how much comedy they watch and are involved and in, say that they enjoy something. But I want to, I, I for me at least, the goal is to make as many people laugh as you can. So that includes non comedians, and I mean almost especially non comedians. You just you just want to make people laugh. It's utilitarian. Cool. Well, hopefully that'll happen here at the <laughs> Chicago yeah. Sketch Comedy Festival. Uh, we should probably wrap up. So why don't we do one more rundown of when your show is. Sure. January, Friday, January 7th. Yes. 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Stage 773. Yes. Chicago Sketch Comedy Festival, 10th <laughs> And then also Saturday, January 8th. Also at 10 p.m. Tickets are $14 at the door, we think. We think. We think. And I'd advise getting here a little early. It gets really crowded on the weekend for shows. Wow. Um, if you get here a half hour before our show, you'll probably see my parents in the lobby. Oh, they're going to be here. Well, oh, because we'll that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Oh, and my grandparents. Yeah. Well, good, good luck with your performances. Thank you. I think I'll be attending the Saturday show. Nice. So you can work out work out any kinks tonight. yeah <laughs> yeah to prepare for a kendall being at saturday yeah. it'll be dedicated to you yeah in the great. tribune that would be awesome it'll if... be our kendalian show I'd i'll like... try to i'll try to spot the tribune person too and maybe yeah you know just just la- he... sit next to him and laugh really hard he looks okay. like the colonel from kfc really yeah. you know that i know i'm that's what most that's what most newspaper writers yeah uh, like they either sell chicken or they, they like. go into news. Yeah. Print news. And if they sell chicken and it smells bad, then John will eat it <laughs> and poop it out and then smear the poop on his body. All right. So you can listen to Let's Get Serious Podcasts on, uh, <laughs> you can find it on iTunes. You can email me, Kendall at KendallBrowns.com. How can people find out more about the two of you? Just the YouTube? Just do a search on YouTube? Yeah, we don't yeah. have any Is official. it complicated? Or you could Facebook friend me. Yeah, Facebook at, friend at, us. Facebook at, friend. At, okay, at, it's, at uh, Arthur Meyer. It's Arthur Meyer and John Haskell. Yeah. 
on Facebook though it's John Wyatt Haskell. Yeah. W Y A T T. Uh, I, I because I like sort of the middle name and mm-hmm. uh, so I want to I don't use it that often Give it and that some, gives me a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah, Facebook is great. true yeah. so uh i like to end the show with giving you a chance to have the last word normally i just have one person with two people it's a little a little more difficult so i don't, I don't know should we both try to have the last word at the I same think time so, yeah, okay. yeah okay uh are you ready yep and what well, question what do you usually do for the last like one word or like no, just like a, a statement a or statement? some, some okay. little we'll make a thing. short statement okay are okay. you ready yep. and go well I had a good time on this show tonight, but we have to go now because we have to eat a turtle. Sandwich, but we are really happy today. Bye.